Uh, I love starting the podcast like this. It, it feels like we haven't been in, in Phil's uh, penthouse for a while, but we're back here. I don't know, though. Avery Mason, Phil Hunt, in the cut, talking about it. Um, I have to apologize if I, sound, if I sound a little off. I've been working very early mornings. We are on day 135 of the SAG-AFTRA uh, strike. We, they have not come out with agreement, so I have got my little side hustle going, so I'm tired. But I still drug myself out here to come to the penthouse, have a few sips with the one philosophers and do some catching up. There's a lot of stuff because we, 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 we weren't able to record last week, but there's a lot we of stuff going on. We were supposed to record Sunday, but the marathon, the New York yeah. City marathon yeah, it happened. happened on Sunday. So Yeah, and I live downtown Brooklyn. If you're like, in New York, you know I ain't that's nowhere. big, <laughs> man, it's a no-fly zone, no-drive zone. <laughs> They don't care what you're doing, what you got going on, whether they close half the FDR. Yeah. They, they closed the Bri- Verrazano Bridge. The park is closed. Fourth Avenue all the way up to the Barclays and uh, over there is closed. So it's, you know, what it's is funny. that marathon? 26 miles? Yeah, 26 miles. You ever did it? Nah. Would you? Obviously not. Would you? Would you nah, mean, obviously. Nah, why why you can't do the marathon? That's just not a big thing where I'm from. You don't <laughs> run that far unless you got a reason. Personal achievement. Yeah, I mean, but is it? <laughs> I ran 26 miles, bro. You can't tell me yeah, that. It's one of them things like uh, Charles Barkley always talking about these sports they have on when there's no off-season that, Mama, I lift the whole truck. <laughs> that is just like, I mean, yeah, personal achievement, but for, for who and for what? You know, no knock to you if you're a marathon runner, but it just sounds like a lot of pain. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about people like, and it, maybe it's normal to you because you're from here. I'm from Indiana where everybody's a little chubby. So, <laughs> they don't get, why, why we don't that? run unless there's a reason. Yeah, sneakers on sale. I got to get someone some... after you? <laughs> the cops had to go down. 26 miles? My sisters did People's the marathon. Nipples and, bleeding? Yeah, no. My sisters did it and they got sore and I had to do like an ice bucket for them in the bathtub and they were just in pain. Like Okay, yeah, but pain, I've heard pain. of like men having to tape their nipples. That, yeah, no, nipples bleed. Nipples yeah, bleed. yeah, you wear the wrong kind of shirt. That's a lot of running, buddy. I ain't never ran so much my nipples bleed. It happens. And it does, no, it doesn't happen. That's what I'm telling you. We got to do unless you run 26 miles. I don't know if you know this, but you're not a car. <laughs> 26 miles. Do you know there's some people? The guy who won the men's, he did it in like two hours and four minutes, which is crazy. 26. Yeah, here's, the, here's the times, which. Two two hours and four minutes and fifty eight seconds. That was the first place, and then second place two hours and six minutes fifty seven seconds. Both Africans. Third place two hours seven minutes. 11 All seconds. Africans. All well, one Ethiopian is two the Kenyans. first place runner. Tamirat oh, Tola it looks like. You, oh, you got that right. First try. Alba Career is the second one. He's Kenyan. And the third guy, Shura Katata. That's not bad. Ethiopian. I'll take it. And then in the women. Bye. Uh Helen Obiri. Okay. Two, two hours and twenty seven minutes and twenty three right. seconds. Uh That's like, crazy. Ethiopian is second place. Latessenbet. You got Giddy. it. Uh-huh. Two hours, 27 minutes, 29 If you want to pronounce seconds. the name right, you got to take a spicy shot and then say it. Then you'll then be able to. Sharon Lokiti, two hours, <laughs> 27 minutes, 33 seconds. That's crazy. So, yeah, she's literally behind second place, four seconds. That is just like, damn. Because you know she saw her and was like, bitch, slow down. 
Jesus, let me get this second place. But I'm gonna get my so Kenyans, so two Kenyans and the women, first and third, and then the second was runner up, the Ethiopian, Ethiopian and then Ethiopia won in the men's, and then you get to the wheelchair men's, and you start seeing white people. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I was like, we ain't going to see no white folks. White folks got to do wheelchair so look, the wheelchair men's, which I was actually curious about this because it took the uh, the people, the, how do you say, I guess, traditional runners, yeah. two hours, and then they're, they're knocking this out in an hour. So first place winner of the wheelchair men's, Marcel Hug, one hour, <laughs> 25, representing Switzerland. Oh, boy. Now, now we're going to start seeing Europe and the wheelchair ones, you know. So, yeah, Danielle Romanchuk won. Daniel Romanchuk. I don't know why I pronounce it like that. One hour. You know, it's fucked you up. You're reading foreign names and then you get to an American. You don't know how to say and it. And then it's just like, no, you say it just like you, Danielle Romanchuk. A silent? So, one hour, 30 minutes. Ooh. United States. What? So, USA. So, so, we're not clocking in. All right. In any actual, <laughs> which is what I was saying about us running, that it's like, shit, these Ethiopians been running from them lions over in the Serengeti. Now, can you take a look at this? Are there any handicapped Africans that placed in the wheelchair ones? That's probably not even a thing for them. Um, I tell you, if any handicapped people, they just take them out to pasture and say, hey, you ain't going to make it, man. You only want to say clap. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. But, yeah, they're all white. That's, well, so that's... you got Switzerland and the wheelchair men's coming first, United States second, and third is Netherlands. That's hilarious. And then there's wheelchair women's, which, you know, eventually, I wonder if they're ever going to do away. They've been talking about with the Grammys doing away with gender. Oh, uh, the marathon? Yeah, I wonder if they'll ever do away with it. Uh, I mean... They were talking about for the Grammys, they're just, why best new female artist? Best new artist? Best. Yeah, that, that, well, the Grammys so, make sense. There's no athletic... So you feel like there, with the but... women, obviously, if you look at these numbers, what are they clocking in? About 20 minutes slower than most of the men? Yeah, they actually, some of those women finished faster than the professional men, too. Because the 10th place man would have been first for women. Mm. Yeah, I don't think that's ever going to happen. And that's not my opinion. That's, people, those, that's those are numbers. numbers. Those are numbers. I don't think, I don't think they're ever, they're ever going to do that. But I will say this. They brought a lot of New Yorkers out. And a lot of people, there were millions of people outside watching the marathon. And today is election day. Perhaps if they combine the election day and the marathon, we can get more people out to vote. Maybe change. <laughs> I don't think so. I hate when people. Yeah. I hate when people act like there aren't enough motherfuckers voting. Didn't the last election they took like ten days? I'm just saying, two birds, one stone. You want? They've been saying there ain't enough people that care about election. But then you you combining things that don't even make sense. No, but uh, these motherfuckers is Kenyan. No, no, no. The Ethiopians. But I'm just saying the people who are watching <laughs> they can't vote for us, bro. The people who are watching the marathon. Hey, why are you watching? If you want to take five oh, minutes to run so inside you of there, do it at the same time. Yeah. If you're American, yeah. If you're out there watching hey take five minutes to go in there and vote or put the polls right on the corner you don't even have to go to bill put the polls on the corner as your chair and just hop in there <laughs> lock your vote in to be a private thing too <laughs> so people don't want to all right so put up a curtain That's which awesome. is interesting even that you might have a point there because if you log on facebook at 8 a.m people are screaming fuck trump it's all about fire 24 so it's like, is it a private thing? Yeah, I mean, yeah, People yeah. are screaming at yeah. this point. So I'm 
just saying. Maybe it's not a private thing. This why, you might be right. This is why I should be mayor. I have these ideas. We need to combine two things, you know what I'm saying? And 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 get more people out to vote. Now we have numbers. Yeah, I think that's pretty crazy that, like I said, to run 26, 26 miles. Miles. And then, yeah, it's always seems to be in someone from Africa. Shouts out to the motherland. Yeah, we, we killing it, man. And then, yeah, both they dominated the men's and the I, women's. I just, for those of you listening who can't understand how, like, to run 26 miles in two hours is, I want to see you do a mile in under five minutes and multiply that by 26 miles. That's what these guys have done. They ran less than five minutes on a mile to get to the Boston. And didn't even look tired. They was like, no, nah, I can get one minute up to now, Boston. I'm running to Boston. I'm always <laughs> curious about the margins. So who, who was the last? Oh, 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 oh. They, they put that one. That one was on Instagram. The, uh, hold, New on, York I, Math hold on, I got him. I you got, got him. I'm pulling him on up. Ten hours? Who was the last person to finish New York City Marathon? I know exactly who it is, too. Brett Clark. Looks like a white guy from New York. Or Betty Clark. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. so a white woman, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hold on, let's before we make jokes. I, I was I got one already. They'll, they'll put two. something like she's a can yep. I got got breast cancer survivor. Okay. So we ain't finna make no jokes. Alright, next one. Count, count. Stand strong, she's sixty eight years old. Okay, people. God bless her. And it took her thirteen hours. <laughs> 11 minutes Oof. and 48 seconds. Oof. She finished 51,290. Now, let me see the second place winner or the second place loser or the last, <laughs> second, to last, second, to last second to last person. And right. make sure they didn't have cancer and nothing. Sorry, there you go. So we can roast them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're under 40. We making fun of you. Yeah, now nah, I, I got something in the clip because I'm about to you tell me what they got. Nah, I'm about to get you them. Tell me what well, I was. She was, I guess. When the NFL they refer to as Mister Irrelevant being the last there you go. person to be drafted, it was it was the feel good win. But so we're not they gonna make fun of first place feel good winner. Okay, you go ahead with whatever you was holding in the I, clip. There. I was just gonna say they had a blind person that finished a marathon in seven hours. So uh, anybody who finished past the blind person, um, <clears throat> you know, take up a new sport, football. You know, soccer. Oh, so hold on. What, what happened? My fault. I was checking a message. What'd you say? I said a blind person finished the marathon, 26 miles, and he did it in like seven hours. So anybody who finished behind this blind person, whether you did have legs or you didn't, he couldn't see. If you finished after him, you pick up another sport. Frisbee. Ultimate Frisbee is always available. There's no running involved in that, all right? Soccer, okay? There's a little bit of running involved. Stop and go. But you finish after this blind dude? What's your excuse? Did you train? <laughs> he had somebody helping him, and he finished. And I was, I was like, in eight hours. Now, for perspective, my older sister... God bless her. She finished the marathon at seven hours, roughly the same time seven he did okay. when she did it. And my, my twin sister, she finished in five hours, which is still a beast to me. The only thing I, I mean, I've, the only thing I've ever marathoned is nuggets. Yeah, I'm not big. Like uh, I said, the marathon to me is like, I mean, if you can do it, congrats to yeah. you. But uh, that sounds like a lot of pain. It is. And then your feet hurt, blisters. Yeah, I've seen a dude look uh. like he could barely walk after that. It was like, God. Yeah. But he had the metal on, so as he was limping out the restaurant, everybody clapped for him. And I mean, the marathon, you know, it's crazy too, Phil. It, that kind of stress in your body weakens your immune system. 
So it kind of made me surprised to see what people when they cross the finish line and get down and kiss the ground. I'm like, okay, you you won today, but you're gonna lose tomorrow. You're gonna have to go to City MD and get a shot because people were kissing. The, I mean, people were walking on the spot. This guy just went. You gotta do something. You can't just get to the end and just walk off you, into the sunset. You, what? You pump your fist? Yes. You know, like, kiss. Nah, uh, I'm, I'm I'm pro it. You know, Mm-mm. like I said, you gotta do something. The only time I kissed the ground is when I got. I a think ribbon. you might think they were kissing the ground. They actually just fell down and caught themselves <laughs> with the face. Yeah, face Ooh. almost hit the ground too. <laughs> nah, the only time I kissed the ground was was when I got off a really bad plane flight and I got off and I was I thought I was gonna die. It was bad and I got off and I just got out and kissed the ground. When I I was like, yo, thank God, I, I mean, it's gonna be a while, but. To run and like fifty thousand people across that finish line where your mouse is going, you know, and not and running across all New York. They ain't even they even clean the streets, so you know, good luck. Yeah, Could be another outbreak of COVID in two weeks. Thing. I think it brings everybody together, and like we said, all these differences and whatnot. You know, people yeah. come from all over, and everybody, as you see the ministry, kind of claps. Unless you park on the other side of me, like hurry up! <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out. They don't let you go, bro. They, they, you gotta, you gotta wait till like eight o'clock to get your car. Yeah, it, it gets crazy with the parking. Um, There's been a lot that's going on, man. We didn't even get to talk about it. I know we're gonna talk about basketball because the in-season tournament is happening in Vegas. Uh, Right yeah, now. the one that nobody knows what's happening with that. I, it's not right now. It's in like December. No, they they're, they're they a couple qualifying games, games, right? But yeah, no one knows. Listen, the players have come out and said we're not really sure what's going on, but I guess we're doing it. I don't know. They though. played a bunch of games off site, so meaning right. home games, but the winners go to Vegas. Why do they have the a, winners go to Vegas? Why do they have a championship? That doesn't make sense. Don't ask me. I guess they said soccer kind of does a world a, a tournament in season, and it has like some sort of implications for playoffs. So the, the NBA, everyone's saying the regular season's too long, and it is. Yeah, and it drags. Eighty-two games. And they're trying to do something to draw interest for the regular season, which I agree with. I just think it should have been closer towards like January. yeah 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 in the beginning doesn't make sense doesn't nobody make cares sense in the beginning maybe before the all star break you 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 do like the tournament yeah. but like then, you know there used to be I think ten preseason games yeah now. yeah it was just like four yeah so you go you went four preseason games three games into our regular season. We're playing tournament games. The, the tournament should be the, the preseason game should be the tournament. No, you don't think I don't so? think so. Like I said, give it time for the teams to see who they are right. to gel, and then all right, now you're playing with some sort of consequence. Twenty games in, we're four games in that you go what? Wait, what? Oh, paint the floor different, which that's what everybody was talking uh, about the floor because yeah. my Pacers played. Who do we play? Cleveland. And we played at home, but they that. painted the floor, that. and it looks like it looks like fucking I don't even know uh... video game. <laughs> yeah, it looks all yeah. shiny. It looks like that uh, Boise State. Well, you know football they, field that you go, yo, I can barely see the football. Oh, they're they're ahead of us in Europe. They're doing that in Europe. They got the digital floor in Europe now with the ads that come up and and different things change when you score. It says score on the bottom. I mean, I think that's I don't think that's a bad idea. I don't think got to innovate all of that. I don't think there's nothing wrong with you know. That's like when comedians use that screen that it's like. You could just tell the jokes. We didn't need the pictures. <laughs> it's been working since the beginning of time. 
Yeah, well, I don't mind it. I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, we could use some of that in here, too. Like, you know, every time you flush your toilet, you know, there's a thing that comes, hey, you did it, and then it goes green, <laughs> so people know they can go in behind you, you know. Yeah, that's a little much. Got all right. That's fair. I think um, we get it. I think we, we, we all know when someone has scored. <laughs> it's okay. It's like, who's this for? A four-year-old? <laughs> Um, before we get too deep into that, I do want to talk about one person who's not in the NBA anymore, if this is okay with you. Um, Dwight Howard, uh, future Hall of Famer. I think he's in, is he in the top 75? He should have been. I think been. he got left out, which was like, have you guys not been watching basketball for the last 15 My years? My God. Double, double especially at team. one point in time, he was kind of the only center. No, he was, he, he was a, ba- I call him the baby Shaq because he was so strong. Nah, I never liked that. I mean, and, and then you know there was the whole Superman thing with him and Shaq that they argued over. Yeah, I think Shaq got Superman, but like, uh, actually these rights belong to uh, whoever owns DC Comics. <laughs> Shaq Diesel. Both you niggas are arguing over <laughs> something you don't own. Well, I mean, you know, it's like when niggas say I die for my block, and you go, "It's not your block. You just rent. Your <laughs> mother signed the lease. You stay. You own anything, actually." <laughs> Um, yeah, he, uh, he got himself to, it was, I don't know how to put this, bro. It was a little weird. So if you've been living under a rock, I know this is Phil, Phil usually say, you, well, well, you, why don't you say, you say I always say it to preview things that I feel like people might have missed. Okay. But no one, if you're a fan of probably us and of the NBA and sports world, then yeah, you caught whatever's been going on with Dwight Howard. It's like I said, it's a little weird because he's not even in the league anymore. I thought he was in China, but he's home. Um, Like someone said, he's pretty much been openly bisexual in the NBA for like the last three or four years. Wow. Um, And that's what I was going to say. As a fan of his, you know, like I said, you you would have to start with where I was going earlier of like, he single-handedly kept the center position alive. He did. He did the grunt did. work, the nasty work. Blocks, Blocks shots, rebounds. Yeah. Played physical. Very physical. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and apparently he's been getting physical off the court well, as well with some with some men, allegedly. Well, Phil, you know what they said about Dwight. He never liked playing his own. He always liked playing man-to-man. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's... that's and and for those of you that we're not making fun of him because he's bisexual, we're making fun of him because he's not honest about. Yeah, he's lying. So which okay, so I'm a huge <laughs> Dwight fan. As a fan of Dwight, straight out you know, of high there school, there were two or three rumors. Bully, out of high school, there were two or three rumors before this, mm-hmm. and I just kind of ignored him and went, "That's weird. Why do you keep making up stuff about Dwight?" Yeah, he's never said anything publicly. But it kind of makes sense. He smiles a lot. He's in these weird hairdos. Wears really short shorts sometimes off the court. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of was like, "Oh, I see. People are just kind of taking advantage of his image." Right, right, right. But then with this allegation, which there was some guy, and it's a court document. Yeah, it's a, it was a deposition. So it's not like yeah. a rumor. No, this no. is a court document. You know, he came out to say, "Oh, well, y'all need to mind y'all fucking business." It was a long video. Yeah, and you go mind your fucking business. That that what you came. That's up your response. With? <laughs> that's, that, you that's your response. Hey, hey, so <laughs> I could, I did have to sit for about five minutes to say, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. this happened." Yeah, yeah. Maybe not the way the accusers saying it happened. Yeah, he's not. But this happened. He's not denying it because, like, in my mind, if somebody accused you of doing something like that, you'd be out front like, "Nah, he's lying." Dwight was like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey." 
This ain't none of y'all business. And then you go and read the court documents and describe what happened. This is like, Jesus. I mean, did he really have a choice, though? What would you do? Dwight Howard is six foot ten, and he's in, even though he's not playing ball no more, he's in amazing shape. If he tells you you're going to get down your knees and do this, you, mean, you know, yeah. his, the wife wasn't helping. Was she was a seven foot guy, you know, and he's physical. That's documented. I mean, yeah. you know. What you going to do? These dudes are in the best shape, and you a little old dude, you come in the bedroom <laughs> playing with Dwight. It's serious business. So, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, it just was funny to me because, like I said, he cut about a five-minute response, and all the response said was, you know, why do y'all care? And, you know, I don't know if you watch, obviously, the Cameron and Mace podcast, but they, Mace went in on him. He unlocked Pastor Mace. Oh, no. And Mace just kind of told him, y'all got to stop with that stuff. I always think, one is I think, okay, there is some shit we don't care about, but then it's like, I'm not suing you, motherfucker. Yeah. He is. Yeah. So it hit the news channels. So what is this why do y'all care business? Mm-hmm. We don't care. I didn't come up to you and ask you about this. No, I wouldn't. You know, your situation with Kitty, allegedly. <laughs> you know, just hit the paper. So, yeah, I, I always take issue with when people get into the... Well, why do y'all? It's like, well, did it hit my timeline or the news? Yeah. Or did I come and ask you hey. a random question? Hey, Dwight. Hey, Dwight. What was that dude doing here with you and your wife? Okay, my well, bad. With him, him and his wife. I don't know why you keep bringing up his wife. I, I don't believe there is a wife. Okay, that's his girlfriend or the girl. I, I, there was no girl involved. Well, let me not allegedly. Make, I don't know though. Let me. Yeah, I think you you giving out false let, information. Let me not. Is, let, uh, you know what? As I don't you know said, that. man on man play. <laughs> man on man to man. Man on man play and involve somebody named Kitty, which, oh. like I said, that also entered the fray. So three on three. What does Kitty well, got to say about this? <laughs> well, like we said, it's legal matters, so we can't really, you know, the details of such. And like I said, yeah, this people got to get over that, and especially celebrities. You know, when it's good, yeah. when we're praising them, great. Yeah. When it's not praise, oh well, why y'all care? Yeah, what's interesting yeah. is that this this if it was anybody else, this wouldn't be news. Like people like people have threesomes all the time, or you know what I'm saying, it happens. So I think it's because it's Dwight, and this is, you know, like you said, it was rumors that came out before, but everyone's just like, ah, whatever. Who who doesn't like well, short shorts? Like, We're in my business. We not. The court is in your business. <laughs> the papers are out there. The guy was, like May said, quit with that. It don't matter to these teams that are looking yeah. to pick you up. It matters. Well, let me also say this: a deposition is is not a lie detector test. So he. He could have been up. I'm not saying he's telling a lie. I'm just saying he could have perjured himself, but they have no way of knowing. So it, I guess that's a legal it, matter. Yeah. It's somewhat private, but but these details were released. It's like when Marv Albert got caught wearing panties. Yeah, yeah. Panties. That it's like, uh, well, you got arrested. <laughs> we're not in your business. This is public knowledge. This is public knowledge. <laughs> and now that it's public knowledge, Poor people Marv. are going to comment on yeah. public knowledge. Panties are Marv. Uh, and that was uh, the same thing. I don't know if you saw Hassan Minaj's response. Oh, uh, talk about he it. He finally came out with a response talk about it. to the allegations for those of you listening Hassan Minaj a comedian so we're gonna we're gonna go real lightweight with this topic cause you know we respect the comedian we respect mm-hmm. the craft but Art. there's been some controversy with him and you know uh, the Daily Show they were he was in the running to be the host 
the next host. Now he's had to step back. And that got renounced or whatever. And yeah, he uh, put out a response to, oh, there were allegations the New Yorker had published. Oof. Basically just called him a liar. And yeah. fact-checked him on a lot of things that happened with in his one-man show, which I specify one-man show because people will say comedy special. And it's like, a comedy special you're allowed to lie and embellish in for the sake of it being funny. But he was like lying about, you know, certain people saying racist things to him. There was like an anthrax lie about his daughter or whatever. It was crazy. Anyway, mm. he finally responded. And his came out the day after Dwight Howard. The one is you don't have to say anything. At all. But then his response was kind of about like Dwight's. That it was like, guys, there's a war happening. Oh my god. And it just is like, I mean, yeah, but either answer these questions or, or don't, don't. say nothing. But don't keep saying, why do y'all care? And guys, there's a war happening. There's things bigger than me. Now in his, not in his defense, but just, I just want to put this out there to people who look at him like sideways. I just want to say there are comedians that like go on stage and tell stories and they kind of like add a little sauce on the top. There's this comedian who I was watching recently, funny guy. He's telling a story about giving his mother edibles. Now I'm sure he gave his mother edibles, but then all the stuff that happened after that was yeah. probably a little sauce on the top. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's fair to single Hassan out because of that. But I think people look at him and look at him like he's authentic. And this is... Well, you know, yeah, you got to be careful when you get in that that space of like daily show. And yeah. like, I think you can name some other shows. People are more looking at you as a commentator of the news. Really? Or more like a political figure. So, so I think some of what he got caught up in was a little bit of that. That people, and that's no fault of his own. That's, mm, that's people's a, yeah. perception. perception of him, yeah. That it's like these are comedians, bro. Him, Roy Wood, Ronnie Chang. Yeah, yeah, these are comedians, bro. So you should take everything they're saying with a grain of salt. But then, like I said, he added an extra layer mm -hmm. by doing a one man show and telling these stories, and then you know, yeah. naming names that these people are. Giving death threats and stuff. Uh, well, I guess based upon things he said that happened. I, I, so I think he could have been a little more responsible with it. And like I said, if he was in the realm of stand-up comedy, I think he would have been more protected. I, I agree. But because it was in the realm of one man show, that's like um, Nanette. You know, right, 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 right. Uh, for those of you listening, Hannah Gatsby. That you know, I watched both those specials, Hassan Minaj and hers, and I thought. They both came out, you know, around the same time, 2016-ish. And I thought the same thing about both of them. That, like, okay, this is new. This is different. But I can't grade the jokes because it's just your life story. And I would be an asshole to say, right. fuck your life story. Yeah, that's not funny. You know, so, right. It, it wasn't funny. You mm. know, and the Nets talking about being assaulted and different stuff. So you go, if... Those things were revealed to not have been true. Then how would that make her look? And that's so what, that's what, what makes it a one man show. That aspect of it. But right. I also want to say you're that telling your life story. If you're gonna start holding comedians to the fire for their stories, why stop there? Let's look at rappers. Do you think Jay Z really had a tech on the dresser? Well, maybe his cousin had one and he just put it into his thing. You know what I'm saying? But like, but again, I think that gets tricky because, like we're saying. 
stand-up is kind of understood, but then if you're a comedian who's now doing a one-man show, so for the rapper, it's almost the let's same think thing. about uh, Ghetto Boys, Mind Playing Tricks. Okay. It's in the form of art. There's a beat. Right. Now, if you come sit down on a podcast, mm-hmm. then yeah, people are taking your words for it. Ooh. You know, okay. so yeah, I think format matters, and then like I said, I think in the particular case of a sign, because the way people perceived it, anyone that sits on a daily show seat, Jordan Klepper, all these motherfuckers, people more see them as political commentators. So I think part of the problem is people took him too serious. Do you think of Hassan as more of a a stand-up or more of a writer? Those are the same thing. I mean, okay, so I just mean like in terms of him doing like stand-up comedy, you you said it was a one-man show. I'm looking at him as more of like... Well, it was on Broadway. Like like an SNL type writer person. So it's not like I'm... Got a sense of humor, but he's not like... Nah, I I, I, I don't like to do that thing because that starts a space of like, I determine who's a comedian. No, he's a comedian by trade. He's a comedian. But he did do a one-man show, and I think that's important to acknowledge. And even when he did, what is it called, Homecoming King, I believe is the name of the Netflix special, he wasn't doing that at comedy clubs. It was a theater. It was on Broadway. So like I said, I think the perception, I think you have two things. One is people don't understand the classification and the difference between stand-up comedy and one-man show. show. And I do think he blurred the line a little. Meaning, you know, obviously he did some stand-up within this okay. one-man show. But then, two is, I think, the perception of him. Meaning, yeah. people have gotten to a space where, you know, we like this comedians say we're truth-tellers. So, I think that's part of the issue, too, is the perception that people have started taking comedians so goddamn seriously. Yeah. And, and it's I think it's unnecessary yeah. that it's like, you know, when the politicians are lying... And being revealed to be liars, people go, well, who can we? Oh, I know. Hassan Hanaj. And it's like, no. We can trust him. No. You're not supposed to be. My name is Hassan Hanaj, and I approve this You're not supposed to be taking him literally. Now, like I said, half of that is perception, and half of that is his fault for this is a one-man show. Yeah, I think I get it. This is perceived as the truth. I I think I get it now, because we talked about this before when I watched, uh, what's the name on YouTube special, and I was like, I like this stand-up. Ali Sadiq. Ali Sadiq. It was the same thing. He was talking about him being in jail, him getting busted. Now I get it, because before I was like, well, it's still comedy, and I get it now. He he was there, he was at a theater, he was telling stories. Well, it was funny. Yeah, it was. It was a funny one-man show, Ali Sadiq, which, yeah, watch those if y'all have it. Yeah, go check out Ali Sadiq, man. What he did, and he kind of did a broad view with the first one, and the second one did it. Let's really talk about that. Deep cut, man. Good stuff. But like I said again, that's not a comedy special, and if someone was to say... Ali ain't never been in no prison. Everybody will freak out because you go, well, no. Whoa, whoa, he got a whole story about it. it. And then he can't be like, oh, that was my emotional truth, dog. <laughs> Guys, there's a war going on, man. This what y'all want to talk about me? Who cares about me? There's a war. <laughs> what, what the White House say? Who cares where I put my wood? Uh, sir? Are you admitting this stuff? Because the issue seems to be consent. Yeah. Which, like I'm saying, when you watch Dwight Howard, you go, this dude is like third all-time in rebound, and I watched him rebound, and some of those rebounds were non-consensual. At all, just... Just <laughs> over the back. Give me that, give me that. <laughs> just over the back. 
so push a few people out the way. Kitty oh. or whoever this man was that told on him, and they're gonna award you two free throws and the ball when you go to court. <laughs> <laughs> he did like playing in the post. He did like posting up. Well, I tell you, yeah. I'm open. Come on, give it to me. <laughs> The Lakers could use they could use Anthony da- or Dwight Howard. They could. Anthony Davis plays his best. Which, by the way, no transition. None. NBA, baby. Right to it. He plays his best when you put a strong player beside him and, and who can bang. Yeah. So Dwight was perfect. They won a championship just in the bubble because Dwight handled the banging. He did. Anthony Davis. <laughs> and he handled the ball. Yep. Isn't yep. built for the banging. At all. He can't handle it. He hurt himself. So this whole season opens with kind of him and Jokic going back and forth. He didn't like, you know, how Jokic, you know, I guess celebrated or whatever. But it's like, dude, the winner celebrated. Yeah, they you won know? the championship. And now I've always taken that issue in sports. And I think it was maybe the Miami coach who said it. The 80s Miami Hurricanes oh football gosh. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't like how we celebrate, Beat us. stop us from getting yeah. in the end zone. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, there is. There's, there's got some, a point there. <laughs> there's some truth to that. We at the top. We waving at y'all. So uh, going back to AD, the, you know, the season opened with Jokic right back where he was. Then they know, he bullied AD in that first game, and everybody just wants AD to be. Everyone wants him to be. Tim Duncan, and he just—he's not Tim Duncan, nah. He just—he shows up kind of when he wants to. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know what I think is tricky with Anthony Davis is even his worst is pretty. Yeah, no, I agree. I so agree. if he casually gives you sixteen, eleven, and two blocks, you're like—I mean, that's what you. If he to. was Christian Wood, you'd be clapping. Yeah, 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 but yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. Like I said, in this day and age where we see Embiid going for thirty, Jokic yeah. going for thirty, and Giannis coming and going for 30 and 12. You're like, 17? Yeah. But that might be a little bit of what we were talking about earlier with sports where the Ethiopians are winning the race. Yeah. Why would a lazy American beat a hungry Ethiopian? And I don't mean that literally. I mean... He's got to he's feed his family. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, and, and Jokic's playing in, you know, a war zone in Serbia, you yeah. know, and, the, the, you know... Yeah, Giannis didn't have citizenship. Yeah, yeah. Until he got in the NBA, and Greece was like, "Oh, come here, we got your papers." Yeah. And it's like we're so proud of you. And he's like, "You wouldn't make me a citizen. I had fucking no I papers. Had to, I had to sell CDs. Yeah, <laughs> you wasn't a citizen." So I'm saying, yeah. is Anthony Davis ever going to be more hungry than a guy who wasn't allowed to be a citizen? He had to dunk for citizenship. Yeah. And also, just you brought up the math on us. They, those people in Africa, they train in ninety plus degree heat, and they're running miles every day, no problem. Mm-hmm. They got all these machines here, all this recovery stuff, and they still can't figure out how to beat them. So uh, we might have to go get ourselves an African coach and train some of our runners and teach them how to run. Let them not eat for a couple of days. You know what I'm saying? Get them out there in a sauna, get them running or something. I don't know what the answer is, but. Um, the NBA looks good. I'm I'm um I'm really impressed so far with how Wemby has played. It's almost like a cheat code. It's like someone did a creative character and they made him the tallest with all the stats that Giannis has. And no, yeah, I have all the stats. Not yet. 
No, did you see him dunk? It was like yeah, he yeah, yeah. It all took off from the free throw line. have eleven points. Who's blocking that? But but you can see the potential of him. Dude, people are shooting. Who's shot? Oh, don't say who's blocking that because my man just got him last night. My patience. Oh, Isaiah Jackson. Shouts out to him. He's like a young pogo stick. Yeah, man. he did jump. He just hopped yeah. on the court and yeah, boy turned around and tried to dunk with them stretch arms, strong arms, and yeah. my man said, "Get that out oh. of there." No. <laughs> And I think he's one of them that he's so gangly, like um, Sean Bradley was. Yeah. That blocking him is almost becoming like an accomplishment. No, it is. It is. He's athletic. He's like Sean, but he's more athletic than Sean. But I just mean well, like... Well, obviously, he's going to be better than Sean Bradley. It, but my point being, it just looks dope. Yeah, yeah. He blocked his seven four. Because he's way up seven there. Four. How'd you get the ball? He brought it down. So I hit it. It's been a while since we've seen, and like, you know, obviously we mentioned Dwight earlier that, you know, he was the only center for 10 years that that position has made a comeback. Joe Kitch. Yeah. You, you could be. Giannis isn't a center, but he's a big man. Power forward. I mean, he worked with Akeem. Yeah. yeah. You know, in the summer or whatever, and could easily play the position. I mean, mm-hmm. Embiid. Yeah, Embiid is so, center. You yeah. know, yeah, it's made a comeback, and Wimby, seeing yeah. Wimby is like. You know, we haven't seen something like this since Yao Ming. Remember true. Yao Ming? Yeah, now. true. True. I just think those blocks, he blocked OG and Anobi. And I'm like, what do you do? Like, the, I mean, he had a great look. He caught yeah, the ball. He was at the three and it, was, line. it wasn't even, he wasn't well, even close to it. He just, just jumped, jumped out, and did that arm. So, Bam. I'm supposed to shoot this Get ball. Get that out of here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it, I, it, it's interesting because, yeah, you see grown men have to figure out like what do I do this 20 year old kid is yeah he might even be 19 I think he's yeah 19 or 20 he's right there jumping and blocking three-point shots and yeah obviously it'd be a while before they get good but that's what's been funny I'm starting to see some friends of mine man you know my Spurs gonna win tonight you go Uh, my Spurs uh, when they become your Spurs. Where'd you get that Tim Duncan jersey from me? Where'd you? Devontae yeah, <laughs> Murray and all these guys played there over the years in between Nobody Duncan and Kawhi yeah, yeah. and then nothing. Nothing. And then now all of a sudden, oh, me. you know, because I'm a Spurs fan. I've been a fan of so chances before he changed his hair color. Like, have you? I'm not, I'm not mad at it. It's like, but just you're a fan of Wimby. Yeah. If he can survive the banging and the clanging, because there's more to this being a center than just being tall. You got to be able to take some abuse. Well, that's the thing that you know. There've been people this tall, Taco Fall. Yeah, he didn't make it. Huge motherfucker, but he's not as coordinated. I mean, he made. He played by five six years, you know, but barely played. But lacked the coordination, and that's uh-huh. what's interesting with Wimby. He's you got. Know, he that, played yeah. my Pacers last night, and he's. The best aspect of his game may be him catching and shooting that his form is pure. Jacking a three. Big men yeah. shoot like big men. Not him. Slow and, you know, over the head. He shoots like a fucking guard. Like a guard, yeah. Got so a little handle like a guard. You're going, wow, this is different. I don't know how you so. defend that, but I, I say if, he's, if he can withstand the physical aspects of this, because, you know, he come from Europe. They don't play 82 games over there. So if he can withstand right. 82 games... And he can make it without any major injuries in about three to four years. He's going to be a problem, like a real yeah, serious he's problem. He's problem. Those, those games against KD, instant classics. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. KD oh. is smaller than him, but KD obviously is compared to him a lot because yeah, yeah. they're yeah. two scrawny dudes. Yeah. 
that came in the league and really, you know, KD, he's filled out in the shoulders, but he hasn't gained any weight. None. He's still the same <laughs> weight he was when he came in. So it's kind of good to see what they call KD Slim Reaper versus, you know, he, I think Wimby's already kind of dressed his Slender Man for how he <laughs> Yeah, he did. He was. Slender Man. Mask. Yeah, yeah, Slender Man. And, and that game where they beat them kind of is an instant classic. Yeah, no, you know? KD hit a tough shot. Yeah. I don't know how he hit that shot. I was, I was like, how Oh, well, he... there's two games. That, that, I think, was the second yeah, game where he kind of takes on Wimby and just dribbles and pulls up like, nah, bro, I do this to everybody. And the same will happen to you. Oof. And Wimby was close to blocking it, but not quite close not enough. Not close enough. Oof. But KD lost both of those games. He did. And that's why I'm saying, you know, the young Spurs kind of got the test right out the gate. Of Like, you're seeing one of the Hall of Famers, one of the all-timers mm-hmm. out the gate. And they beat him in the first one. Remember, the yeah. dude stole the ball from KD at the yeah. end. Yeah, yeah. And KD looked around for the rest help, and the rest were like, hey, nah. it looks like you just got your cookies too. It was clean. It was clean. And he dunked um, it, and that was, you know, the rest is history. But, yeah, the Spurs, he's got the right coach. Yeah. Obviously, he coached Duncan Robinson, David Robinson, and Duncan, Tim Duncan, that Kawhi even, that he'll bring you along slowly. Yeah, slowly, yeah. And like I said, even last night, like I said, against my Pacers, he only played about probably 25 minutes. Yeah, they're, they're watching like, him. Yeah. Nah, man, you don't need to be out here getting banged around for 45 minutes, like, Let's let's start you off slow, and then right. you know, obviously, as the games increase and as the, uh, uh, yeah, as the seriousness goes, on, goes yeah. on, then you can stay out a little longer. But yeah, I see those the Spurs. There's a couple of really young teams. I'm sorry, listen. If y'all don't like sports right now, we're probably going to talk about it for another couple minutes. So you may want to fast forward, but if you're into sports, ride with us. I don't know though. Avery Mason, Phil Hunt, follow the podcast. I don't know though. Pod YouTube, Instagram. And uh, keep up with us. We got some more clips coming. Um, but there are like a couple of teams that are really young that I think have a lot of potential to make the playoffs. Your Pacers, the Thunder, the Spurs, the Pistons, mm. and even the Nets. I know the Nets, well, I'm, they're a young team. I'm just saying, young team that can make the playoffs. Like they just need like one midseason trade, get like a, hmm, I don't know who they could afford. Um yeah, no but, like, the Nets, the Pistons, like, young teams, I think they have a chance to really be, the like... The Nets, I agree with you on. The like, Pistons, however, are... I mean, Cade and Isaiah Stewart, you know, are you checking? And Jaden Ivey, come on, bro. What's up? Jalen Duran, but Jason's not. They're not making the playoffs. All right. I mean, eight seed? Not even an eight? Bro, they're young. They're hungry. Nah, they're, just, they're just not making playoffs. Like I said, I... I like that you're optimistic, however. <laughs> Pistons are currently two and six. It's, it's, it's early. So, it's buddy, early. you got to cut it out. It's early. It's not early. Give me those numbers. All-star break. Give me those numbers in the all-star break, Phil. Then I'll, then I'll be like, two all right. Six. They're last, second to last place in the Eastern Conference. So, one game above Washington. So what you're saying is for them to win another two games, they got to lose another six. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Six more games and win two more. Gotcha. They're young, and I agree with you about all the other teams except the Pistons. I mean, that just the Thunder. Pistons will be at the bottom unless they trade for LeBron. They'll never get LeBron. And exactly. They'll never. But uh, I do see the Thunder as a, a serious threat. Yeah, they got talking some about good young pieces. Chat, talking about Josh Giddy. Uh, Josh Giddy. Uh, what did I just say? Chet Holmgren, uh, uh, S. Shy Gilgis, Alexander. Um, hey, they got a squad and they're balling too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're all right. They got some pieces, and 
Yeah, that's what's going to be interesting. LeBron is in year 20, is it? 20, 20, maybe 21. 20, 21. So I think he's definitely going to wind up playing with his son next year. That should be interesting. Do you think the Lakers will drop them? I mean, to keep LeBron, people will do. Stranger things have been done. Yeah, that's why Giannis' brother is still... You know, playing for the Bucks. Exactly. That's so crazy. So if you'll, you know, keep somebody for Giannis, then hell yeah, you'll keep somebody for LeBron. So yeah, the Lakers or LeBron say, yo, wherever my son go, I think his contract's up. That's insane. Because his so son... he'll go wherever his son gets drafted. He can get drafted to Cleveland. His son ain't even played yet. You know, he had the heart thing, so he hadn't mm-hmm. he hadn't played at all. Um, I, I don't even... If he gets drafted in the first round without having played like a full year, I got it to be first round. He's looking like a, like like a second rounder, but but he'll go higher than he should go because he's LeBron. LeBron's son. son, yeah. That's what was interesting. Like Austin Rivers said something about that, and it's like you're Austin Rivers. <laughs> like, did, are you self aware? Do you know who you are? Yeah. Who's your father, buddy? Like you are overrated or were, you know, the number one high school player, not because you were. Who's your dad? Because your dad has NBA lineage, which that's been the interesting thing with, you know, back to Wimby that, you know, Shaq is saying Bowl Bowl is the same as Wimby. Nah. And it's like, no, he's been in the league five years, yeah, man. You can't really... keep saying this guy's the same, which I love. I hate that Shaq is someone who's done the work. That it's like, usually that's a idea you find from people who didn't do the work. Right. You know, there are a lot of comedians who, you know, and don't say any names. No names. You know, they'll sit down with you and, you know who's underrated, man? And you go, no, he's rated right where he should be. He doesn't put the work in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, you know, same with, I feel like for Bobo, that's like, you've been on the court. You just didn't do much once you got out there. Well, the good thing for him now is that Wemby's in there, so maybe his team will play him now because he's close to Wemby's height. No! no. <laughs> you get more minutes. No! <laughs> like I said, I... For defense. For defense purposes. People think things work. Ball, ball, but... But Gilbert Arena said this, and Gilbert's a second-round pick, so I, I listened a little more to Gilbert, and I remember that team, uh, you know. Arizona National Champs, Jason Gardner, who was from mm-hmm. Indianapolis, where I'm from. Of course. Uh, at Gilbert Arenas, Richard Jefferson, mm-hmm. Lorenzen Wright, Good and team. Michael, or was it Lorenzen Woods and Michael Wright? But I said that to say Gilbert was the least ranked of them in second round pick. I think RJ's in the first round. And I think the rest of them are first rounders. He's yeah, first rounders. But Gilbert flat out said, cut the shit, man. Yeah. By year five, you're, and, 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 and Gilbert walked them back on. Stop talking about what's given. You have to take that shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but I'm like, Shaq, because he got pictures of you naked. And you hanging with Kitty and Dwight Howard, too. Y'all arguing about Superman and the hotel. Because what reason do you have? And that's the thing. Like, I'm seeing people, you know, agree with Shaq, and you go, you know, y'all are acting like this guy's an underdog. He's six fucking eleven, yeah. and he's an NBA player's son, Bobo. Yeah. So there's no reason to feel sorry for him. He's getting what he's earned. He's you were on the Denver Nuggets. They traded you for Aaron Gordon. Yeah. Championship team. Yeah. You couldn't get minutes there. No. You went to Orlando, the complete opposite of Denver. Horrible. You couldn't get minutes there. Yeah, he didn't play. Now you're on Phoenix, yeah. and you're not getting minutes there. Frank Vogel from the Lakers, formerly of my Pacers, yes. championship coach. Yeah. 
everyone not saying the same thing for no reason. Yeah. And like Gilbert said, you're a dog. Get out there and take your shit. And, and look at Gilbert. He's going, motherfucker, I'm a second round pick. They told me you couldn't be a scorer as a little yeah, guy. When then, back then, there was no Steph Curry. That's why he's agent zero. <laughs> he kind of was the first. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. one because Iverson, but they made him play the two. Yeah. No, nigga, I score, I shoot mm. from this position. So he's looking like, what are we? And Isaiah Thomas, the the one for the Kings, not right. the yeah, right, right. it, 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 yeah. Was that the last pick? Yeah. Mr. Irrelevant? Sec- yeah. Listen to him tell his story. Y'all put up 20 points, and then they bitch me for eight games. Yeah. That they almost punish you because you're small. Yeah. That they're like, yeah, we still doubt you even though you've shown. Yeah. Whereas the big guy gets the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't shown it, but we're pretty sure. It's and coming. that's the thing, you know. Him and Ben Wallace is another one that I think of that. You know, yeah. undrafted. Came in and ate. And the whole way, he said there was a GM that made him play guard because yeah. he was a guard type. Yeah. And that Wes Unseld, who's a Hall of Famer, had to say, who the fuck had you playing guard? <laughs> Man, you led the nation in rebounding in college. What are they doing? Getting the paint. Yeah. But that's why I'm saying these people who are experts, that's why Shaq's saying it hurts because you go... You well, play. Well, you also, know damn well he isn't doing what he needs to do. Also, to remind people that Bobo never played in college. He no, he played in college. What college? Went to Oregon. I don't remember him. Whoa, went to Oregon whoa, whoa, and played whoa, whoa. well. But again, and I mean, one year, I right? One year that went to the G League. I think he played two, maybe three years. I don't he know. Played well in college, but this is what I'm trying to say. And this is my overall point. No disrespect to you. You're, no, no, go. You're a taller guy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. With you're the right. little guys. Even though they show they can play, people go, You got 7'3. I doubt he can do that again. Can he do it again? Mm-hmm. So, you know, and Isaiah Thomas, it takes him five, six years to crack a rotation or to be a starter, even though he's cooking. Yeah, he was cooking. But so these big guys don't cook, and people go, I bet he can cook. How long? And it's like he can't cook. I got another. So, so this is what I wanted to say about him in college. Remember that. Right. There are no seven footers, you know. You may yeah, be the only one on the team, or there may the be conference. one on the, the, yeah. another conference. But my point being, when you play people who are your same height, yeah. you see what you really are. So now he's playing people his height, and he can't do, and it. he can't really do nothing. To, to to reinforce Phil's point, I want to bring up a couple more names: uh, Roy Hibbert, uh, Greg Oden. Uh, <laughs> what are you saying about them? I'm just they didn't they didn't cut the muscle. No, I'm a hoops fan. Roy Hibbert was an all star stop. How many times did he make all star? It's not the same. Let me get my question out. How many times? That's why I started with Roy. But he also was an all star. How many times? I'll show you Bobo's stat line. No, 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 no. Because this is the. I've stopped arguing. I'm asking you a question. I've stopped arguing. Bro, how many times did. Okay, I'm not saying. This man is averaging a whopping one point. And 0.5 rebounds. His official height, folks, who would be listening, seven foot. seven foot three. Yeah. Like Charles Barkley used to say, hell, when you're seven foot, seven rebounds ought to just fall in your hands. <laughs> hell, I'm six six, and I went out there and got 12, 12 of them. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to, at a certain point, at the highest level, you have to stop making excuses. Oh. At some point, it's like a comedian. I, I hate when comedians say, oh, that guy's funny. Yeah, yeah, bare minimum. Yeah, you have to. 
<laughs> bare fucking minimum, you're buddy. You talk for 10 minutes, you're going to say something funny. Bare fucking minimum. Man, oh. you're a comedian. You ought to fucking be funny. Are you, are you original? As original point of view, are, are you just you talking original? about... Are you just saying about... anything unique or a different perspective? Yeah, I am. Now, <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, he's 7'3". It's so weird that people are like... Sympathy for an NBA player's son. Yeah, I don't feel for who, like I said, is getting opportunities. Yeah, he's not that good when not you compare to people who were his height. Yeah. And then, like I said, for people to keep mentioning him and Wimby, this is disrespectful. Wimby's already done more than he's done in, 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 in overseas too. Overseas too, he was cooking overseas. Well, yeah. Yeah, care about that? Oh, you don't care in about the league against people <laughs> your age, your height. And like oh, I said, yeah. in college, you can get by on. I'm just big and faster than everyone. Yeah. But once you get in that league, everyone's big. Everyone's fast. You better have some sort of master skill. And that's the same for comedy. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. funny. Yeah. Like I said, are you are you coming up with unique ideas? Are you providing a unique perspective perspective on that idea, even if it's an old idea? Yeah. And like I said, the answer for some of these guys, like I said, second round pick. Yeah, I, I love Pat Pat Beverly. I don't know if you. <laughs> I watch a lot of podcasts. Yeah, yeah. He was on Gil Arenas on Gilbert's podcast, and he told the real that it's like from my perspective, you know. Yeah, nigga, I averaged thirty points in high school. Mm-hmm. What do you mean I'm not a scorer? When you get to this level, everyone's a scorer. Yeah. You better find something else to do. Yeah. <laughs> better get a crossover, a pass. You better yeah, like, better score, you know, rebound, and pass. This dude, it's like find something else to do. And we're talking about guys who are you know six foot flat. Yeah, 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 speedy man. So I mean, you think I'm about to feel sorry for a motherfucker seven, seven three averaging one point and point five rebounds? No blocks. Come on, nothing. That's sad. Well, good luck. Stay on the court. You taller than everybody else. Your name is Bull Bull. Your father named you twice. You should. You should be able. And like to... I said, no sympathy for the little guys. You know Isaiah Thomas and these different people that they listen to them tell the story. Yeah, I kept getting benched, but yeah. then I kept being a dog on the ass and practicing. And someone got hurt. Boom! I'm in the game now. I'm averaging twenty three. You gonna take me out? And sometimes yeah. they would. Yeah, he was he was cooking <laughs> on the Celtics too. He was you cooking. See, like man. I said, Bo Bo, uh, Cam Reddish is another one. Oh that, my god! You Oof. know, friend of the podcast, Nick Alexander. I don't get Cam Reddish at all. Cam Reddish, man, look, he didn't got on the first next. round. I watched pick. my friends who were Hawks fans. First round pick. Same thing, man. This gonna be Cam Reddish year. No, it wasn't. He's six seven, and that's the thing. Anyone that's above, I'd say six five. People just, because he can do a lot of things. Can he do one thing Versatile. really good? Can he do one thing really good? Nope. Then all right, then. I can't. I can't. You know, and comedy kind of breaks down that way, too. Is he a master joke writer? Is he a storyteller? Mm-hmm. Is he a physical comedian? Right. And if you're not doing at least one of those well. You mean just in the way. Then you're just somebody who really has no identity. Mm. And that's what I see in the NBA. That it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're successful. Oh, he can guard at least three positions. Can he guard any of them well? Wow. I'd, I'd rather take Patrick Beverly. I'll he take guards Patrick. the point guard yeah. really well. Like he said, they used yeah. to call me Mr. 94 feet because I would press. For all 94, 94, all 94 feet. feet. Yeah. And, you know, I was, I think he was undrafted. He goes, yeah, yeah I, I came, when I came in there, I knew what the game was to take your spot. 
Yeah, I mean, you say what you want about Pat Bev, but he always had a job in the NBA, and he was always in the rotation. And a character. Mm-hmm. Like I said, mm-hmm. if you watch him play, from the he Timberwolves, might three points. You remember him from the Timberwolves to yeah. the Clippers to the Lakers. He was he was there. So uh, yeah, it's just you know, it's weird watching people try to. Like I said, it's I take a particular offense to it being a short guy. Like, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> he's seven three. He's born on first base. That's why he's the NBA players. That's why he's so. It's so got the height grew, thing. It's so like, he grew up with some money. It's always the height. You know, it's one thing if he was poor, but going back to our point about the marathon runners, mm-hmm. Ethiopia, Kenya, and like I said, I flat out admitted it as an American. In Indiana, we fat. Mm-hmm. We only running if somebody chasing us. So is the game. So that may not be their way of life over there. You know what I mean? I don't. I can't really, really recall seeing a fat African. I gotta tell you that that's. So. It's always a game of inches with you. That's why you're a master parker. You know exactly how much space is between the cars that you can park. Hey man, it's about ten inches. How you know? Because I'm short. I know and my even height. With the uh, you know, like we said with the Giannis and the Jokic and them, that you do start to say with these American players, you go, do you care? I mean, look at James Harden. Yeah, yeah. Look at James Harden and begged his way out of a third, fourth situation and put the fat suit on. And you go, do you see Luka Doncic complaining? You know why? Because it's better than Croatia. Yeah, he's happy to be playing. Dallas is better than Croatia. That's weird because now he's back with Harden and that didn't work in Houston. So now you're putting them back together. Westbrook. I mean, Westbrook, yeah. Westbrook, Harden. Right. It worked in Houston and in OKC. So this is the third time and. Yeah, you know, when you break down the amount of teammates he's had, you go, you just, MB just won MVP. Yeah. Are you crazy? Yeah, yeah. But but this is coming back to my point that, you know, we're just spoiled Americans, and that's why Ethiopia's going to come over here and kick our ass. You have Ethiopian point guard? I mean, that, like I said, we ought to be embarrassed. It's, it, it makes you start to say maybe Noah Lyles was right. Maybe. That, you know, you do have to now start looking at you know, these American players that you go, you know, you ain't seen world champions. It's about world and champions. will let you know he don't really like never. He likes where he's from, but you know, he ain't bitching his way up out of there. No, he's coming to get like a I said, hard bitch every time something. And I love hard. I think he's great. What did he say? Why did he call himself the system? He called himself the system. Yeah, That's his new nickname. Playing in the system, but I am. I am the system. Like really, well, buddy? check this out, system. Gold State been kicking your ass a long time. time. LeBron been kicking your ass a long time. Maybe it's time to fit in a system. I agree. And like I said, you know, the Lucas and them, you're not seeing them cry. And like I said, you know, Anthony Davis, you're a citizen already. Maybe we need to revoke his green card. I was going to say, how many years did Giannis You think that might work? Maybe. <laughs> Revoke his green card like Giannis. Then he might. Then Giannis he might grew up not being a citizen, so yeah. he dumped on niggas until he became make one. Play, make himself Maybe we CDs. need to pull his green card make and just CDs. say, you are no longer a citizen, and Anthony Davis will fucking ravage the league. Bro, because Giannis was on the bench in the Milwaukee for a long time. They didn't, I mean, he was at 18. He well, he wasn't on the bench, but he, he was... He didn't get to start, and he wasn't considered. Yeah, he you know was. I mean? he, he was. Yeah, he had to work his way. He had to work his way, and that took that took years. And then now, look what they. Yeah, it showed pretty soon, but 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 yes, uh, ultimately, you know, four year process. Four years, so, yeah, for him to be a full time starter. Giannis, the third Giannis the was the process, not Embiid. I always say Giannis well, was, the was too. Embiid was too. He's the MVP. They're all MVPs, but 
you know, back to my point that I make every podcast, which is Dennis Robin was discovered at the airport. He was. So maybe all these whiny eight motherfuckers need a shift at the airport. <laughs> you see me Anthony Davis, you, back. You, you think your back hurts now? <laughs> Carry some of these bags. You have to get people's luggage all damn day yeah. for minimum wage. Let me see how hungry you are. Yeah, Dennis was hungry, Yeah, boy. I think our players might be a little too spoiled at this point. Wow. And LeBron's kind of the last of a dying breed that he, motherfucker, I'm a dunk like I ain't a citizen. Facts. Listen, we're coming to the end of segment one. We didn't even talk about football. We'll get into that for a little bit in segment two. We'll get into some advice. I don't know, though, pod. It's Avery Mason. It's Phil Hunt. I don't know, though, pod on Instagram. Go check our YouTube channel. Go watch some videos and subscribe. It's free right now. When we blow up, y'all all going to have to pay for this. So nah, we want to go and get Phil some height injections and help him out. We got to. <laughs> 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 he just showed me something funny. We'll be right back with segment two. I don't know, though. <laughs> wait, 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 let me see that. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the advice part of our show. Um, we really didn't get to get into the football, but I guess for like two seconds we could talk we about. We talk a little something if you want. I just want to talk about how bad the Giants and the Jets are, and <laughs> the luck for the Giants gets worse. I mean, not worse because Daniel Jones getting hurt is about doesn't the same. doesn't really change anything. Like they were losing with that him. Really now he goes down, ACL, Tony DeVito threw one touchdown, which is one more than Danny Jones threw in the last game he played before he got hurt. Hilarious. So where are we yeah, at? They, they kept talking about Daniel Jones coming back because Tyrod Taylor ain't it. Although Tyrod Taylor, I feel like, is a good – a lot of backup quarterbacks, they are – you know how they tell you numbers – numbers are number zero as a placeholder. Yeah. A lot of backup quarterbacks, it's like – I won't win the game for you, but I also won't lose it. Yeah, now Tyrod is a system guy. He could, so, but yeah, he won't lose it. He didn't do good in Buffalo, but, but he didn't lose it. No, he did. He did. It was close. Yeah, both yeah. those games he played were yeah. close. He 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 followed the game plan, and, and, and then he got, he got hurt. He got hurt, and then yeah, Devito, you Don't go. Devito, uh, uh, I think he's losing it for you. See, once you hit third string, bro. They made the Raiders look like a Super Bowl First team. First string. Oh, my God. Probably going to try to win it. Then they changed the gameplay with second string. Right. Do not lose it. Third string. Once you hit third, shit, man. The, the Levies have broken. Yeah. And, and and you know what I think is great is that, you know, there's the saying that if you have, if you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Right. If you have more than one quarterback, you have none, meaning... If there's not one guy everybody solely believes in in your organization, then you, right, you're you know behind the eight ball. Meaning, so when you see teams that go, we got two, three quarterbacks, you don't have one. Right, right, right. So for this saying, you know, obviously Daniel Jones was supposed to be the guy. Yeah. The backup plan is Tyrod Taylor. You're not screaming. You're not afraid if Tyrod's in there. Um, he's but once you hit Devito, you're like, oh god, you got to look him up. Who who is this? So him is it the Bears who have uh, I think Bajan. Yeah, Tyson Bajan. No disrespect, because like I said, these guys work hard. He looks like he's still in high school. He looks like he's still in high school, bro. I'm like, who is that? And I'm like, Justin Fields, but I know who that is. But Tyson right? Bajan? The, the second guy got hurt. Uh, Justin Fields. No, he's the backup. Was... Bajan's the backup. No, there was another guy that's there. 
who? Uh, let me see here. I, I, I'll give you the answer in a second. Yeah, because Tony DeVito wasn't doing it for the Giants. and So, yeah, but like we're saying, once you hit third string, it's like, yeah. uh-oh. Uh-oh. I'm trying you, to... You kind of know Trubisky. But no, 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 not Trubisky. Not there, nah, home. Trubisky My bingo. I went back further. I don't know, though. Up. Here we go. It's not Trubisky. Mm-mm. Trubisky bingo. The second guy, I feel like, between him and uh Bajan. You're talking about the no emotion face. He was I a might Tim be Duncan. Wrong, he was a Tim Duncan of the NFL, but he was gone for a while I too. Felt like fuck. Because yeah, in the NFL there's no, you know, career almost backups that you you don't scream if they're in, but once you hit that third, it's like uh I think man, the only I'll backup that that I would would hope to be like to have if he was in his prime was Nick Foles. I'll take Nick Foles. He had but, uh, won the Super Bowl for Philly, yes, which I did. thought they should have capped him. But, of course, they went with who was the guy that was ahead of him. And he was the backup for a while. What was his name? Fuck. You got me. Ah, they all slipping our mind. In, in between segments, y'all, we were sipping a little bit. So, the you know, the I don't know what's going to happen a little bit more because memory's a little tweak. Um, I can't remember. But all I know is that I can't decide who I would rather have, Zach Wilson or, or Tony DeVito. And at this point, it's like, I don't think I want either one of them. Because that Jets, Jets played the Chargers, and they did. Whoo! It was yeah, well, terrible. Yeah, well, in that situation, you know, Rodgers got hurt. Yeah. Zach Wilson is your second pick of the draft. Uh, a lot of people don't have very much confidence in him as a starter, but as your backup, you go, all right, Zach, let's see. And he's still young enough, but we've seen. Yeah. I mean, it, just, it doesn't look like he moves things at, forward. At, he just kind of can, if your defense is good, he can hold the spot. Right. But, at the point that we're recording this, before they play that Chargers game, the Jets had won like four in a row. So p- people were saying, oh, was it three or four in a row? One of the two. I don't know, though, but no, one of those. They. The Jets have won how many? Three or four in a row. Nah. Am I off? They they said they won they two won in a row. They won a couple games, but they were scattered. Right. Well, the defense was saving them, but at, at a point, you, your defense can't win the games. you you got to have some kind of offense. Well, yeah, they played some bad teams, and then yeah. things just broke right for them. Right. And that's why we're saying, you know, if you get a quarterback, like we said, like Tyrod Taylor, who's been a starter, yeah, he's not going to lose it for you. Mm-mm. And that's really all you can ask for from a back. No interceptions. And if he's not a young guy, meaning like you know what he is, then yeah. you go, yeah, just don't lose like, this. Just don't throw any interceptions. Like a Teddy Bridgewater. Um, right. I'll take a Teddy Bridgewater. Like he's older, but, you know, he ain't going to lose the game for you. he run the offense. Unfortunately, he's a concussion machine. Um, then you look at a guy like Josh Dobbs, who who mm-hmm. was who was – they didn't appreciate him – I don't believe they appreciated him in Arizona because he was doing a, a decent job with what they gave him. Now you get rid of him. You got Clayton Toon in there. He goes to Minnesota and wins his first game. Doesn't even know the freaking playbook. Who? Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs, right. For he, the Vikings. Right. Came over from the 49ers. Josh, yeah, right. So, you know, he was with the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Now, he's with, now he's with the Vikings because they lost Kirk Cousins. Got hurt, and I think their backup, uh, the rookie, J- Eason? Jaron Hall. Jaron Hall, thank you. Got hurt, concussion or whatever. So now we call Josh Dobbs in, who's the third string. And it was, a, it was I mean, that was a lucky pickup for them because he went, mm-hmm. won the game. Didn't even but know the playbook. But that's why it's interesting to me that the amount of risk is there, meaning in the NFL, you're going to have injuries, especially at yeah. TV. Mm-hmm. 
So when they say if you got one quarterback, if you got more than one quarterback, you've got none. Right. It's like, yeah, that philosophy works, but you better make sure you're number two because it's a high chance your number two is going to get in at some point. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it may be for just three games, but yeah. mostly, with the exception of Brady, Peyton Manning, all the greats, mm-hmm. you know, Cam Newton, most of the the quarterbacks, the starters get hurt at some point during yeah. the year. Is what it used to be sixteen games. Now it's eighteen that you go. This is why they didn't want eighteen games. Yeah, people are gonna get hurt. It's a physical game, so yeah, you better have a number two you believe in. So the Vikings have been talking about which Kirk Cousins got hurt yeah. for the Achilles out for the year at week eight, mm-hmm. and like you're saying, they bought in Dobbs. The the, the other guy got hurt. Yeah, Jamal. they're talking about bringing in uh, Jameis Winston. So. Yeah, it's, you know, and he's sitting in uh, okay, New Orleans. New Orleans, under, yeah. David Carr? Is it Derek Carr. Derek. Yeah, okay. he's yeah, behind Derek them, Carr. Get mixed up. And Taysom Hill, who's a tight end. He's not even a quarterback, but they'll put Taysom in before they give James a chance. Um, mm. But, yeah, good luck, uh, Giants and Jets. I mean, wow. Uh, well, sometimes that's what you want, to be hitting for a few years. I think about like a Geno Smith who in his seventh, eighth year looks like a starter under uh, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, yeah. who had Russell Wilson forever. Yeah. That yeah. now that they've traded places, Russell Wilson in Denver looks like the old Geno Smith. That's true. And Geno Smith looks like the Russell, old Wilson. Russell Wilson. Yeah. That it's like, oh, back to what James Harden said that we mentioned earlier. Mm. I am a system, I'm not a system player. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes people <laughs> like to acknowledge they're a system player. Yeah. Now, Russell Wilson yeah. has struggled in Denver. He's a system player, yeah. I don't believe they've put the proper things around him. I don't think he looks as bad as, as he's been looking. I think it's the organization. It's a team. It's a, the team needs, needs some work. Nonetheless, Geno Smith, which I love, you know, as a comedian and as a, someone who doesn't have a top agent, I love his saying, they wrote me off. Yeah. But I didn't write back. Of like, yeah. And sometimes you see players, like we mentioned earlier in the earlier episode, Dwight Howard, that, brother, you play NBA basketball. Who gives a fuck, honestly? Yeah. And if you truly don't care about what's being said, why respond to it? Yeah, no, because he cares. He cares. Res- right. And yeah. it's disingenuous. So yeah. that's why, like I said, Geno Smith just continued to be a professional. He went through a lot. Let people say he was what here they... in New York on the yeah. Jets and the Giants. Yeah. Remember the Jet Giants, he got punched in the face. Yeah, I remember that. One of his teammates. I think they said he owed him some money or something. <laughs> uh, Geno never really spoke on it. Ah, uh, you got to let people say what they say while you burn $100 to keep yourself and I warm think at night. That's the position of the athlete, of like, like cares. Said, back to Dennis Rodman. I work at the airport, bro. Yeah. Write whatever you want about me as a million dollar NBA player. I worked at that. I put my I put my time in. Um, But no, you gotta ignore people, and you have to be a professional. And like I said, you have to have thick skin. You have to. I love Gino saying they wrote me off, but I didn't write back. And I think in the era that we live in, the social media era with Instagram, there's more access to people. Yeah. Twitter that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could reply, but you're arguing with a UPS guy about rebounding. Yeah, I don't want to compare myself to Dwight Howard or Gino, put myself in that conversation, but I do remember making a comment of someone's post and then people coming into the post like people are coming with hate 
I had, it was something about power and I made a comment about it and people were coming in the post with hate. And this one girl was like, oh, you just mad because you said something and nobody cared. And I was going to respond. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, you got to let these people. I don't care. At all. I'm a target because I'm kind of known, but nobody knows who you are. You can put what you want. Nobody cares. Not to be, not to say that millionaires won't be human at some point and respond. But I do think there's a certain like you see certain players respond to everything. There's no That's Kevin like Kevin Durant. Doesn't, <laughs> uh, easy easy know, money sniper. Even he picks and chooses, and I think it's human. I just think when he shows up, he makes you feel like a piece of shit. He sure does. So you feel like he. He don't waste everything. no words. I love He's it. He's only responding to point one five of everything that's being said. But but I think sometimes it is to point out, hey man, you're fat. Uh huh. You said I wasn't in shape. What's up with that? I looked, <laughs> I looked at your IG Avi picture, man. You know, extra. <laughs> I think that's real. That's fair, you know. But you yeah. said I'm not in shape. I looked at your IG pic. What happened here? <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, like you're saying on the show, you know, yes, yeah, sometimes it's not too. Just let it ride. Just ignore it. Sometimes you haven't, you know, had your big... Your big moment, and it just is what it is. Some people just uh, want attention, bro. People just like to say dumb shit. Like mm-hmm. he's irrelevant. If he's irrelevant, what are you? TV, what are you? What are you? You're a cashier, man. Relax. Relax. Love you, cashier. Give me Shout that discount. All y'all working hard, bringing us up. I want a discount on that four piece. Because God knows I don't want these robots. Keep the people. That way I can negotiate. You know, you can cheat a person. Mm. You give them a little smile and a wink. They go, I didn't. You know how happy you are if you get that extra two piece of chicken in your box. You're like, oh, I didn't even expect this. I'm I'm happy if I'm just as happy if I find twenty dollars on the floor as if I get two extra pieces of chicken in my box. I I ain't gonna hold you. Popeyes at like nine over. Uh, it was just south of Harlem, so this is actually technically in Manhattan, so 96th Street. All right. Which, you know, the ones in Manhattan stay open, or Harlem yeah. stay open till midnight. Yeah, they know who their customers are. Yeah, yeah. they want to fatten us up. Nah, it's yeah. a conspiracy. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. But the ones in Manhattan closed at 9 because you shouldn't be eating that genetically modified bird <laughs> past those hours. And they know, like, y'all like to come in there and fight, too. So that like, chicken you know is good, what? man. Closed at 9. But anyway, I happened to get in at like 8.45. I didn't realize it closed at 9. Mm-hmm. Got a few extra pieces. Yeah, good. I have a strict policy of like, if I realize business is closed 10 minutes before, I won't go in. Bro, when I used to work at Domino's, we would always bless people. They would come in. It would be pizza that people just, you know, that they didn't pick up. And we refunded it. They'd come in. Yo. You got you got any extras? So just give them a pot. Here you go, and just give it. If that, now that's a I don't know though hack, okay? And you, if you do it and it works, you got to tag us in the post at I don't know though pod. Tag us on Instagram. Tag us uh, me and Phil personals. Uh, I am Phil Hunt on Twitter. Uh, the information on Twitter. Tag us and let us know if you go in there ten minutes before. What restaurant? Tag us and if you get extra pieces, you're welcome. But that's the trick. When I used to work at Domino's, we did it, and and Phil just told you he went to Popeyes. Ten minutes before closing, they gave him extra pieces because they're gonna throw them away anyway. You gotta do that sweet heat sauce if you're gonna. Oh, sweet heat. Ooh, that sweet heat sauce. But listen, so while we're here, um, we're gonna we do advice too, and I just like to give this little disclaimer before every advice thing. We're not experts. We ain't ever been to school for advice. I went to school for communications. 
but I still have problems and get arguments with my wife. So the degree didn't work. So whatever advice we give you here, if it works, great. If not, I don't know. I never said it would. Phil and I are both comedians, and if you take anything we say seriously, you you the problem, okay? But this is free. If you can't afford health coverage, can't afford Obamacare, whatever, we're here for you. This is what we're here for. We got a couple of really good questions. I'm going to start with this one. What should I do after learning that my boyfriend slept with my mom before we met? Oh, wow. These people have real... That's a real... Wow. Damn. Um, before you met? Before they met. I think that's the kid going. That's crazy. Like, he's sleeping with MILFs. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm a 27-year-old woman with a boyfriend, and I just learned something I can't quite figure out how to deal with. He's kind. He's funny. Great in bed. I've never been so happy, but we've been together for a year, and something... Happened just recently. I don't know what to do. My mom and dad divorced when I was in college. I had a lot of problems dealing with that. Last year, I felt it was time to introduce him to my mom. And I felt that introducing him to her first would make it easier to introduce him to my dad. Everything went well. We met at a restaurant, had dinner and conversation and everything. After dinner, my boyfriend and I went back to my place. And that's when everything went crazy. My boyfriend told me that he had slept with my mom in the past. I was completely shocked. I couldn't believe it. Boyfriend explained that before we met... He and some friends had been out to a bar and he met my mom there. He said they chatted, shared drinks. She took him home for the night. He told me it was only the only time that they had hooked up and he never met or contacted her again. He was incredibly sorry and didn't know what he should do. <laughs> but he believed that telling me the truth was the only right decision. I don't know what to do or what to think. Should I shut my eyes? Should I forgive him? Should I confront my mom? I love my mom, and I know she has every right to find happiness wherever she can, but with my boyfriend, somehow this seems wrong. Please help. You go first, Jerry. Yeah, first impressions, it's not going to work, because you go to your mom about it, and the only advice she can give you is how to tickle his balls just the right way. It's it's going (laughs) to... Well, you know, you you got to get under there and do that. He liked that. He's probably terrified. But yeah, I that, feel like I feel like he should have almost known this. I mean, how I, how you may not know somebody until face to face. Maybe they didn't do the Facebook Tinder thing, but yeah, or the yeah. Instagram thing. But I feel like he should have known if her name is. Let's say Maria Guzman. Well, hold on, that's not fair. And then you, if, you, if know, you, her, if, no, I'm saying, you know, if your girl's name is Maria Guzman. You got to figure her mom's name is Guzman. All right, she might have dropped it and went by the maiden name. No, but there's a divorce involved. But my point being, I feel like, you know, at some point she should have. My mom, you know, you know how women do. Yeah, look at my mom in her dress or whatever that you go. That's your mom? Although, obviously, there's no better thing than in person because you go, huh? I was, that's her. I was with was you to a point. When it sounded like it might have had an old school one. When, stand, when, which yeah, is, that, that's which what I'm saying. I met you at the bar. Right. We went, we went home. home we that's had it. Sex. I never seen you again. Right. Now, never asked your let, last name or if you had me, kids. Let me ask you this. How many one night stands you they first and last name? You meet at the bar. Hey, I'm well, Melissa. I said, hey, I'm Joe. Old school. Yeah. One night stand. They didn't change numbers. He These left. New ones. Right. You don't swipe right on her on Tinder. You see her first day, right. last name. At some point, she posts a picture. Yeah. Took my mother out for Mother's Day, and you go, "Oh shit, that's the mom." Right. Damn. That's probably what happened. I feel like that's what happened here. Like I'm sure it's crazy though. I agree with you that like yeah, Facebook and everything. You should have at least 
you know, seeing, but maybe sometimes Facebook, when you look at your friends, they don't show you everybody. They don't show you everybody. Old school. Yeah. So, to answer your question, what you should do, it's up to you. Like, are you comfortable knowing that, you know, right? <laughs> he's calling you mommy in the bed, and he's calling her. He called her mommy too. You know, does that make you feel? Yeah, y'all both called him daddy. Yeah, does <laughs> that make that's you feel? Bad. If you're okay with that, no, yeah, cool. But it's, you it's... can be secure in it. But then there's always y'all grow old. Y'all got kids, and you know, you leave the kids and. Thanksgiving. He, he gotta be, go pick him up alone. Yeah, Thanksgiving gonna be awkward. I know yeah, that. Yeah, it's gonna be awkward. Can as you, long as you can deal with it, and maybe you and your mom just talk about it. That it's like, mm, but this is why I'd I say I don't for, think it's gonna work. I, this is why I'm gonna say for older women. You know, sometimes y'all get right out the divorce and think, "Hey, I'm free. Anything. I'm free. I'm living with my anybody. life. Live, laugh, love. Stella <laughs> got her groove back." <laughs> exactly. Sometimes how Stella got her groove back is making her daughter lose options. So you gotta consider kind of, uh, you know, you yeah. gotta consider that yeah, if you sleep Bro. with somebody, and for some of you men, although I'm thinking about loss of people. So. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Jesus Christ. Like your son got to play with I my want you to be my son. best man, Dad. Hell no, man. I'm not... <laughs> like a son dating some younger NBA players. That your, son, ah. your son has to play this guy. Thanks, stupid. So uh, I said, say, yes, yeah, some of y'all got to make better decisions. And maybe, you know, ask the guy, even if it's one that's stand, how old are you? And mm-hmm. sitting where... Probably over 10 years younger than you, you got to consider. I have a daughter 18 years younger than me. So you may be tipping in her date lane, especially if you live in a small town. Yeah, yeah. New York or somewhere, probably not. But yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't let you, I, I don't think it's gonna work. Phil, Phil is a little more. Oh, I'm crap. just like, yo, break it off. You just, you know, break it off. Break but, it off. But I would say in his defense. The mom is only an older version of you. Yeah. So at least you know he's going to love you when you get older. Yeah. Because he loved your mom. Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, I don't think it's going to work. I think you should get out. That's too close to the sun. Mm. He's flying high. Like maybe you day. sleep. Maybe you need to sleep with his dad. Make it even. And then, oh, then y'all no. can talk. <laughs> just sleep with his dad. Make it even. Uh, see how it feels. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't think it would work. I, I couldn't. I couldn't do it. If that was my girl, like, oh my god, I slept with your dad. Like, ah. yeah, no, this is over. We could be friends. Unfriend me on Facebook. <laughs> I, ugh, woof. You slept with their mom. Yeah. Correction for you. I can't imagine telling my wife, "Hey, I slept with your mom before I met you." I, yeah, no, it wouldn't. We would not be together. <laughs> just me too. Woof. Next question. I've got uncomfortable quick. Um, this is a good one. All right, this is relatable. How should I handle my husband's insistence on waking me up with an alarm that goes off 75 minutes before he intends to get up? <laughs> my husband sets his alarm for 5.15 a.m. He doesn't have any intention of getting out of bed until 6.30. Oh, my God. I intend on waking up for work between 6 and 6.15. I set my alarm for the time I want to get out of bed. His pre-alarm interrupts my sleep by 45 minutes every workday. He doesn't hear his alarm and it runs and runs until I kick him. Oh it hopes of catching that last wave of sleep. He refuses to make adjustments, saying he needs that extra long alarm to gradually wake up. I think he's being rude and inconsiderate. Mm. 
I also don't think I should have to wear earplugs other people have suggested because I don't want to risk missing my alarm. May I also add that he's a very loud snorer and... Did my wife write this shit? What the fuck? This is... I relate to this. This is me. May I also add that he's a very loud snorer and he has begun wearing a mouthpiece in the past year that helps with that. However, I get the impression that my complaining about the alarm after complaining for years and years of earth-shaking snoring adds to his resistance to to remedy the situation. I'm on the verge of moving to a different bedroom, and he says this is a ridiculous thing for me to do because it's one step closer to divorce. I'm at a loss here. All right. This sounds like what happened to me. I was setting my alarm. I didn't have to get up till 8, but I was setting it for 6.30 so I could like... Because what happens is I hit snooze. You feel me? So like, you don't... Nobody wakes up with the first alarm. You hit snooze, you get up with like the second or third alarm, and I wouldn't hear it. So she would complain and complain. What we ended up doing was... I was allowed to hit snooze twice. After that, she was turning the phone over and that was the deal we made. If I was going to be late, I was going to be late. But she's not going to sit there and hear two or three or four alarms and just wake up and be like, you know, she got tired of you. You got to be fair. 5.15 to 6.15 is an hour. So now I'm waking you up because I don't hear... You're going to have... Miss, you're not wrong. Compromise. Not wrong. Find, like, make him move it to like 6.30 or 6.45, close to when you have to wake up. And, I, and that's that's how me that's how me and my wife handle it. I think it's compromise, or I think if it's really that deep, get up on the first ring and go out to the couch. Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Go out to the couch. Yeah, really yeah. want to cop that last forty five minutes of sleep. Lay yeah. on the couch and sleep, and don't disturb somebody else to have to keep hearing your nonsense. Because yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I've dealt with somebody who. They slept like that, then I'm like, I don't do that. You're waking me up. Yeah. Wake up when you have to wake up. What is this, you know, two hours ahead shit? Yeah, no, I, I got agree. an alarm going off from 4 o'clock to yeah. 7 a.m. I got in a lot of That's trouble crazy. for doing that because I, would, I wouldn't hear it. And, I mean, I snore when I'm really, really tired. Yeah, but like a serial killer behavior. Yeah, it just to, to keep hitting snooze and snooze, snooze and snooze. 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 Bro, I've been up. Thanks. Yeah. We, <laughs> I don't have to be up for another hour. 4 a.m. Don't got to leave till 8. In, fa- in, in fairness, the, the, the person who's hitting the snooze should be the one to get up and go on the couch. But I get what you're saying Absolutely. about it's the like, wife. Just be considerate, man. But I would say stop doing it for me. You want your relationship to end? Yeah. Just, like I said, if it goes off once, get up. Couch time for an hour. Or yeah, there are two things that'll break up. Go off out there. There are two things that'll break up a relationship. It's cheating and fucking with someone's sleep pattern. Like you mess up someone's sleep, they getting up. Both. Right, yeah. Go to that. Yeah. That'll, that'll, cheating that'll. on someone fucks up their sleep pattern, and so does fucking up their sleep pattern. <laughs> so, up yeah. Someone else's bed. He don't snore when he sleep. Yeah. And I get to sleep till nine o'clock. Go ahead, and get yourself a rooster. And... Yeah. And like you said, I think the last part is important. Yeah. Just go ahead and be late. Of like, if you needed to sleep that Three or four alarms. Just go ahead and let it go off once, maybe twice. And if anything beyond that, you needed to sleep. It's a level of consideration. You, you, I, so what we did was I get two snoozes after that. She turns the alarm off and I'm just late. And that was a deal we made. So when, you know, it took like a, a week or two for me to kind of pick it up and then now we're good at two snooze if i don't get up on the first one go to the second one hey you're gonna be late turn it turn the phone over alarms off and that's it you but know then also there's a sound adjustment meaning you can turn that thing down to where 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but if you're somebody who it's sirens blaring, full alarm blaze, volume yeah. all the way up, you're just a terrorist, man. <laughs> Why would you want the alarm that loud? That just scares me. And get on up. And yeah, get on out of go it. wash your face. If you wake up at five fifteen, go wake up and go wash your face and get to it. Stop, stop delaying it. Um, but listen, that's been advice. Uh, good luck to you. Hope it works out. Um, please submit your questions to the show. If you got questions, we'll leave you anonymous. Hit us up. I don't know though pod on YouTube. Uh, I don't know though pod on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Avery Mason Official. Also, the Avery Mason on Twitter. Phil, where can they find you? Spell it. Follow please. the fan page first off at I Don't Know Though Pod yeah. on all social media, YouTube, yeah. Instagram. We see y'all watching. Like, comment, share the damn thing. We see y'all watching. We can see the views. Don't be a lurker. Pull up. Yeah. Say hi. Don't say be I shy. Enjoy the show. You ain't gonna roast or you. say you don't enjoy it. We'll take either or. I'll take both. Um, yeah. And like we're saying, you know, hey, you can find me at I am Phil Hunt on all social media. That's P H I L H U N T. Oh! I'm not spelling that I am. Oh. You can't spell that I am. I don't want some dumbass following me. Just Google it. Just Google it. Per usual. And we had been another episode. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, I just want to say this too. I mean, just stop me. R.I.P. Um, LOL Comedy Club. You were good while you were here. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all next week.